This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory... So yes, the first episode of <laughs> The Abominable Snowman. Uh, I talked so much about it, I didn't get around to it. Uh, so episode one, um, and you know, like, because the, what they do with the animated ones is they just colour in the original titles, just put a little f- f- fun colour filter over the top of it, uh, and then just superimpose the cartoon Troughton's face over the, where the real one would be in the opening titles. Um, and it, this one just starts, like, just there's a mountain straight away. It's just like, Doctor Who, pshoo, well, now we're at a mountain. Um, and there's a fire at a tent and then someone's screaming. Oh my God, it's really into it already. Um, then a guy with a beard comes out with a gun and says, John, John, where are you? Uh, it's, you know, it's 60s BBC. Everyone speaks in very proper accents. Um, and the screaming keeps going and then uh, old mate trips over a stump backwards. Uh, and then there's another scream. A creepy shadow goes over the tent and then uh, a bent rifle is thrown on the fire. I'm gathering that was Beatty's rifle. It's busted now. And then the Abominable Snowman. Oh, the titles come up now, I see. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> so that's why it started straight away, because the titles happened after some spookiness. Uh, it was almost like a pre-credits, a half-credits. It's, you know, Doctor Who was doing it before Marvel, guys. That's all I'm saying. Uh- <laughs> On the uh, TARDIS scanner, the Doctor is excited that he's landed at the Himalayas. Uh, He's very thrilled. Um, And Victoria has to explain to Jamie where the Himalayas are. Um, The Doctor's like, oh, because she's like, I think it's in China. He goes, no, no, we're in Tibet. Um, 
By the way, apparently, I was watching the the making ofs um, afterwards because there's like a documentary which has a whole bunch of because um, there's very few people alive who worked on this, uh, so they had a lot of old footage of people talking about it. And one of the writers said that uh, they'd been told that Patrick Troughton was very eager to return to Earth because he'd had a lot of adventures in outer space um, and in the future, and wanted to just go back to you know back to earth and have a bit of a more grounded adventure um so that there they are back on earth and that's why he seemed so excited when he saw the mountains um, <laughs> so the doctor's like we've got to find the ganter uh and then the, there's like a chest with like a whole bunch of like there's a tea set on it obviously we've been having cups of tea and he just like throws them aside to open the chest like just tips them on the floor i'm like oh doctor this is makes me think the TARDIS has like some sort of Gallifreyan super advanced Roomba um, that comes through and cleans things because like no one cleans up the mess, like no one even attempts to clean it up. I mean, it's a cartoon. Maybe they did do it in the TV show. I don't know, but you don't hear anyone sweeping up crockery. Um, and I think maybe the TARDIS has like a some sort of super advanced Roomba that comes through, and that's why there was no dust on the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas invasion. So there's no moths. There's no hypergallifrane moths because uh, of the super supersonic Roomba. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just chameleon. Uh, oh my god, that's a deep cut from the Fifth Doctor era. <laughs> I don't know how he's retrofit himself into the TARDIS, but you know the TARDIS travels in time. Maybe bits of the TARDIS are out of time. Maybe bits of the TARDIS are at different points in time. Then the ones and, you know, you could walk down the corridor and bump into Adric because he's in a bit of the TARDIS that's still... That's an interesting theory. Oh, I've upset myself now thinking about that. Um, <laughs> see, this is what happens when you podcast on painkillers. Um, by the way, I had to do it either today or there'd be no podcast for the next two weeks. So... Just, yeah, <laughs> so I've got stuff on. You know, it's Christmas. We've all got stuff on. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. I'm losing my tiny mind. Uh, so the doctor's tipped over all of his tea things um, and he's going through this case trying to find something he hasn't seen in years. And he's like, oh, here's this. Oh, I haven't seen this in ages. And it's some sort of electronic thing with lots of plugs on it. Um, Jamie gets excited because he finds some bagpipes in there and he goes, oh, I could easily fix those. And the doctor's like, yes, yes, I was afraid of that. <laughs> um, Victoria wants to know what a ganter is. Uh, and the doctor's like, oh, it's like a Tibetan bell. It's a holy relic. Uh, then he pulls out a huge fur coat and with a string um, and ties a string around the middle of the fur coat. He goes, oh, this is nice. Um, then decides he's going to go out and have a scout around while they find the ganter, the bell. Um, he goes, like, if we've got it, we'll have the welcome of a lifetime. Uh, so the doctor goes outside and Victoria fiddles around with the scanner so she can see the doctor. Uh, and Jamie finds a big old sword, which he's excited about. Um, and then the scanner, as it pans around, Jamie's like, what is that hairy beastie? Uh, and because we've already seen a hairy beastie, well, the shadow of one, but we know it's called the Abominable Snowman, we're alert. But it turns out it's just the doctor's furry jacket. Um, the doctor wanders about uh, to the edge of a cliff and then looks down on a monastery. Um 
And sometimes the wandering about animation is just like, you're like, I'm sure something interesting was happening <laughs> in the footage that they shot. But it's just like, shuffle, 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 shuffle. Look over the cliff. Um, anyway, Jamie finds uh, a bag that says monastery on it. Uh, and Victoria wants to open it. But Jamie's like, oh, no, the doctor might not like that. Um, they also worry they... You know, the monastery might not let girls in and poor Victoria might have to stand outside in the cold. Um, the doctor's whistling as he wanders about the snowy fields in the shadow of the Himalayas uh, and he finds a massive paw print. Uh-oh. Uh, that is a worry. Um, and then something big moves behind the doctor. Uh, Victoria's uh, all changed now. She's gotten done up in her hiking clothes. Um, and she says, Jamie should find something warm. He goes, no, I'm a Highlander. The cold doesn't affect me. And she's like, yeah, all right. Um, the doctor comes back and Victoria's like, we found the Ganta. And she said, are we going to Detson? Because that's the label on the bag. He goes, yes, yes, Detson. You're right. Uh, thanks, but you're not going. It's better if I go on my own. And Jamie's like, doctor, are you worried about something? Have you seen something? Maybe I should come with you. He goes, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, you you stay inside. Um, it's, Yeah. It, it's a weird moment. Um, he's like, Jamie, Victoria, you stay here. I'll be as quick as I can. And he grabs the bag and he nicks off out. Um, and then after he goes, a big hairy beastie stands near the TARDIS watching him go. I love big hairy beastie now. It's my favorite. It's, it's my nickname in high school. No, it was not. <laughs> I was very hairy in high school, though. Like, I... Like, I got a lot of chest hair very quickly. Um, that's something you didn't need to know, but there it is. It's a fact. Um, <laughs> uh, so, in the TARDIS, Victoria is bored and she wants to go outside. I mean, also, she's probably hot because she just put on all of her winter gear. Um, Jamie's like, all right, but just a quick look. Um, the doctor walks past some tents. I'm presuming the tents from earlier. Oh, yes, because he finds the bent rifle in the fire. And he's calling out, hello, anybody there? And then he finds a dead body, which I assume must be John, that beardy with the gun was calling out for last time. Um, oh, dead body. It's sad. Uh, so Victoria gets outside and she's like, oh, it's a marvellous view. And Jamie gets on and he goes, oh, yeah, no, I am a bit cold. <laughs> and Victoria's now found the big footprints. Um, and she thinks whatever made the footprints has been walking around the TARDIS and Jamie goes back inside and he goes, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just going in to get the sword. Um, and Victoria inspects the paw prints. Uh, the doctor arrives at the monastery um, with a backpack. I guess he's found at that campsite with the dead body. And he knocks a couple of times that no one comes. And then he kicks the door, I guess, to try and knock at it. But it just falls open. So he goes in. Um... Uh, he's inspecting a gong <laughs> and wondering about the deserted courtyard, calling out, hello, hello. And he looks at this giant Buddha statue that looks a little bit cracked. Um, and then there's a sword at his neck. <gasps> oh, God, the drama, the drama.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.